See, the other thing that's confusing me are like some of the games that show canceled on Action Network. I'm like, but wait, when were they canceled? <laughs> right. It could be it is a Big Ten game, so therefore it is also canceled. Yeah, like Kentucky and Florida, like the SEC wasn't going to play this week. So why is it showing canceled? I'm really confused. It's it's really weird. There's there's no uniform like way of doing this. So everybody's website has different schedules. It's completely confusing. Yeah, they they don't even care. <laughs> like, fuck it. Well, we'll fix it as it gets there and people can actually bet on it. And then I mean, we'll just yeah, deal fuck. with it. <laughs> why why go through the work now when it could all explode any given sun, any given minute, you know? Hey, like recording a podcast on a Wednesday. Hey-o. Hello and welcome to another Picks Podcast over here at Her Lowell Sons. I'm your host, Ryan Mitter. You could call me ND Tex. And as always, you can catch us live over at twitch.tv slash Sons. Catch the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to get your podcast feeds at. Come join us in Discord. That is our live chat channel, herlowellsons.com slash Discord. And as always, you can find us at our home on these here internets at herlittlesons.com. All that said, after a long, long break, I am excited to welcome back Eddie. Eddie, how are you doing, my friend? We're uh, we're still doing this, huh? Yeah, I, I guess so. It, was, it didn't even take a... We set the picks, and then we already lost the game. <laughs> 24 uh, hours before we recorded. Yeah, that uh, that didn't take too long, huh? No, it didn't. And that's a good segue because with that being said, yes, this is extremely weird. I in particular at bad at this, but we are still doing the annual extra life bet. $100 of what typically ends up being my own money goes to my own extra life campaign. Don't sell yourself short. It's always your money, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Which you can contribute to the fund at uh, extralife.ndtext.com and, and help me fight pediatric cancer. But yes, we are going to do that. And because this season is, let's say different. I think that's accurate. Eddie, can we, can we say the season's different? That's a fair descriptor. I'd say, I think some people have said uh, these unprecedented times in these uncertain times, God, I, I would be fine. Never hearing that again. But anyways, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, We are going to have a little bit more consistent uh, picking slate to kind of keep things uh, a little bit sanity wise and to account for the fact that some of these weeks might suck a little bit, kind of like this one, because the SEC ain't playing. Uh, So that doesn't really give us much in the power five. But what we're going to do is we're going to have six games plus the Notre Dame game. And because Eddie is always at my mercy of me picking what games are going to come in here week in and week out. I said, Eddie, this year we're going to give you one too. So Eddie will have a pick of the week as well uh, that I must pick as uh, on top of that. 
So we will have a total of eight games for you every week. Now, that being said, we are fully expecting shit to go wrong and to go wrong quickly this season, as we've already seen. So some of these games may not count. And what we've decided is that from the time we pick, if a line moves by four points or more, we're going to wipe it off the board because then our, our pick just went haywire there. Or if we see something crazy like, oh, I don't know, an entire wide receiver core for a team gets knocked out. All of a sudden, the scout team offensive line is out there. Eddie and I are probably going to say, you know what? Let's just wipe this one out. Uh, if it's a single like injury, Eddie and I were talking about this pre-show. It's like if one person's out with COVID, we're going to treat it like that random Friday injury that we just couldn't predict. Uh, as weird as that sounds. So, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense, Eddie, for ground rules as far as trying to figure this shit out. I mean, yeah, it's it's a gentleman's game. We respect our opponents. We respect the game. I, I think that you and I will be able to figure this out as we go, because let's be serious, we're making this shit up anyway. <laughs> yep. uh, but but we figure if if COVID does blow a team up, the, either you're going to get a spread movement of four or more, or the game's going to get called. So we figure that ought to at least cover most of the bases. Yeah. Or if the game, because you know, the sec, it just means more. So they may try to play with people. They grab from campus for all we fucking know. And if the book decides that they're going to pull it off the board, well, we are going to pull it as well. We are going to stick with, uh, the action network consensus picks is what we're going to go with, uh, to kind of get a spread of things. But if we see a bunch of books starting to yank stuff, uh, consensus or no, we might be yanking some shit as well. Cause it's, it's a crazy world we live in, but we're going to try to do this. And Eddie, I'm sure you have come with just as much preparation as I have <laughs> to these week one picks. I listened to the rakes preview pods. That's uh, that's, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might be ahead of me. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to those yet in the queue. Going to have it. Uh, I, I listened to our fine Notre Dame, our bloggers. I got to fit that one short podcast then, but that's been about it. It's, Work sucked. It's hard to do virtual kindergarten, but you know what? All that being said, Eddie, we're going to try to put all that aside. We're going to pretend nothing's going to go wrong. We're going to impart some football knowledge. If you are indeed crazy enough to throw the space bucks around, but as far as I'm concerned, it's just good old mono mono against Eddie. So Eddie, with that said, are you ready, sir? Let's go, baby. <laughs> I think that's that's very, very fitting, Eddie. I, I appreciate that. Well, we bring up the beautiful board, and it fits all nicely into our little section here on Twitch now with our eight-game slate. We will start with some Thursday night football. We have UAB taking on Miami. Miami is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Eddie, please do the honor, sir. The hook really scares me. It really, really scares me here. Uh, UAB can, has been fun in the past, but Miami picked up a shiny new toy this year. They got De'Eric King out of Houston, dynamic quarterback. I love De'Eric King. I am taking the Canes solely because of De'Eric King. Do I pretty much envision losing this pick by half a point? Yeah, but fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and I, I feel you there, Eddie. I mean, Miami, not only do they get a nice shiny new toy in DR King, they get a functional QB. 
which is something we haven't seen in Miami in a while. And look, this is this is year two of a new coaching regime or quote unquote new. Uh, you know, you've you've had the, the defense has been the consistency. Uh, things were weird. They're probably starting to recover. Miami's at home. I hate the hook as well, but uh, I'm going to dive in as well with you, Eddie. What I, what I find interesting is that even though we are just a day away from this game, like we, we love using our action network, looking where the bets and the money are. There's not even a thousand bets on this yet. So that should tell you everything, in my opinion. No, this one, this one had a bunch. I'm showing, like, I'm showing 958 on mine. Oh, mine had like 3,600. Huh. Well, I don't. Oh, wait a second. I'm looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> we are already off to the, a good start. I can't read columns or rows or whatever these things are on the sheet. Let's just move on and forget I ever said anything. Numbers are hard. Numbers are really hard. Next up, we have a little bit of ACC action. Your new conference home of Notre Dame. Stop it. Gross. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. That video of them painting the fucking ACC logo on the field, like <laughs> genuinely pained me. I'm sure we will have some more opinions on that as we go throughout the show. So let's let's save it for later. Uh, but we got Syracuse and North Carolina facing off here. North Carolina ranked number 18. 23 points is the spread in this one in favor of Mac Brown and North Carolina. And I don't know much, Eddie, but what I do know is Syracuse was a really, really, really bad football team last year, like atrociously bad. I can't see them getting a lot better year after year. 23 points genuinely scares me, but I'm actually going to lean towards this little factoid as well. And maybe I'm stealing a page out of your playbook, but 66% of the bets Yet 57% of the money is over on the Tar Heels. So I'm going to go where it looks like the Sharps are going. I am going to take North Carolina. Eddie, who do you have? Everyone is super, super horny for North Carolina this year. Very horny. You know, everybody loves Mac Brown. Uh, Sam Howell, quarterback, had a hell of a freshman year. People are touting him as a, a dark horse quarterback. Who knows what awards he could win? Could be the he's. I have seen reporters call him perhaps the second best quarterback in the ACC. Oh, so he's going to be the future quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Got it. That'll work well. <laughs> wow, Trubisky catching strays out here. <laughs> the thing is, twenty-three is too many points for me. You've got to remember that Carolina had to shut down for about a week. I think week and a half worth of practice because they had their COVID outbreaks on campus. You know, we only lost a day or two, but it was a longer, a much longer time for North Carolina. 23 is just too many points. Hughes is not good. I think Carolina wins this game, but can they keep it within three touchdowns? Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, well, we'll see what happens on that one. And uh, apologies for me looking like I'm lost. Uh, our... our <laughs> HLS technical difficulties, Eddie. We still have a constant. Our board disappeared from Twitch. I don't know what happened. So anyway, trust me, I am logging these things. We will move on to a somewhat familiar opponent for Notre Dame. Let's move into the Big 12 or number 23, Iowa State. Host the Louisiana Lafayette. 
11 and a half is the spread here in favor of Iowa State. 57 the total. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, we all remember the last time that we saw Iowa State. They got their asses beat by your Notre Dame Fighting Irish. That being said, I think Brock Purdy is a very good quarterback. I think Iowa State should be a very solid team this year. But we know that they like to get a little sloppy in games. They like to have some low-scoring game. And, and this Luloff team is not just a pushover. So this feels like a low-scoring game. I think Luloff can keep it close. I'll take the points. And I'm going to agree with you for a similar reason that you actually had for uh, North Carolina. Uh, I saw that, um, that you got a little bit of honey on this one, Eddie. Do you know why we got a little bit of honey? I do not. The bear is actually horny for Iowa State. Picking them as a value bet to win the Big 12, if you can believe it. I can believe it because I think he's done it the last five years in a row. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is it's worked out fantastic every single time. All right. Well, but seriously, um, I, I think this will get kept close enough. Um, I, I'm not overly. So I think there's a lot of hope that Iowa State's going to kind of be what they were last season. But at, and this game is in Ames, so that does help. But the Ames magic happens when you're going to get you know the big name opponent coming into Ames. That's when you don't want to run into them. I think we're going to get a little bit of week one sloppiness. I you know solid team. Don't get me wrong, but I was not overly impressed what I saw last year. I can't see them taking this gigantic step up. So uh, let, let's let's toss a little bit of raging Cajuns in there. See what happens. Yeah, Ames magic doesn't really happen at 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. That's your your Thursday night special. Hell yeah. You got a ranked team coming in. Let's go. But yeah, well, uh, that early slate, I don't think so. Uh, a little a little Thursday night or a little uh, uh, you got a Friday night action. Something that's when, when the lights are on and things go a little bit crazy. Ah, oh, there we go. I brought the board back. Killed enough time. All right. Next up. Georgia Tech and Florida State. Again, our friends in the ACC. Florida State, 12 and a half point favorite. Total on this one is 52 and a half. Eddie, I don't know if I'm in a position to trust Florida State with the game of football in any near future. Now, the scary ish part about this is that 96% of the money <laughs> is on Florida State which it's still early at this time. I'm reading the right row, only 781 bets at this time. So basically nothing on Georgia tech. Usually I like that sharp action, but way too many people on Florida state. I don't trust them. This is basically a two possession ball game and oh God, I don't want to do this, but cause Georgia tech is still coming off of figuring out how to play football outside the triple option. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Give me the bees. Who do you got Eddie? Makes you feel better. I'm going to be on the bees as well. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, you know, that 96% of the money stat you had, there is a reason that the casinos are tall and shiny. The other thing, though, you've got to remember, Coach Norvell damn near got hired within a couple of weeks. Of, uh, damn near got fired within a couple of weeks of getting hired because he was lying about talking to his players about uh, social justice issues. I forgot about that out. shit. <laughs> like this dude barely even made it to fall camp. Uh, you know, James Blackman is back. 
a solid quarterback when he stays healthy, but I don't know how long he's going to stay healthy. He's had a lot of knee problems in the past. So uh, I got a hard time trusting Florida State right now. And honestly, this week, I feel like taking points is probably a safer play than not for the most part. So <laughs> There's a lot of points on this board, too. <laughs> There's a lot of points to take, so give me them Bs. All right, that gets us halfway through everything. We are going to take a short little break. We'll be back with the last couple of picks in our six-pack. Eddie's pick and Notre Dame. We'll be back in 60, y'all. All right, we are back, and we mentioned at the beginning of the show one of our picks got wiped off the board completely. So since we kind of had some advance warning, we decided to sub it in. I'm sure this is a game. Everybody's going to be watching because in this season, I think Eddie scouting your future opponent is a really good idea. Um, I don't know why Notre Dame thought it was a great idea to schedule South Florida, but here we are and they're playing the Citadel Re- really tough opponent, you know, uh, coming out the gate strong there. Against an armed forces team, a uh, 20 and a half point favorite is South Florida. Um, good God. Who do you got, Eddie? I mean, it's the fucking Citadel. I'm taking South Florida, <laughs> but I won't lie to you. If it gets up to 21 Citadel running that option, burning clock, tick, 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 tick. Maybe but, some value be had there, but yeah, no. Fucking, yeah, why? The, to- the total's we- 56 and a half. And, and this is funny because we were talking about, oh, hey, what, how much will the line move? And we thought maybe three and a half, which is funny that we decided to not do that because this line already moved by three and a half. Uh, this originally opened at, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't do math right now. It 17. 17. Um, but yeah, if it's just under that magic number, I'll take South Florida too because I don't know if I can take the FCS in an opener as we've seen. Earlier this week, we have seen an armed forces team not do tackling in practice. So I don't know what the fuck the Citadel is doing. Army came out looking like they were a murder machine. Navy looked like they forgot how to play football. Uh, Don't know what you got, Marines, but good luck to you. Next up, Louisville and Western Kentucky. Half of our ACC friends in this one. Louisville favored by 11 and a half points. 58 is the total in this one. Honestly, I have no good reason for this pick. I know very little about Western Kentucky. I honestly know very little about Louisville this season. What I do know is I remember a certain game where they came out pretty pumped up, playing pretty solid football. They played pretty solid football for the rest of the year. Quite a turnaround story that they had. I like their momentum. I like it to continue. I really wish it was a couple points lower just to make me feel better about what kind of two-possession game this could be. Uh, but go ahead and give me the Cardinals. Who do you got, Eddie? Yeah, the the Cards definitely outperformed in Coach Satterwhite's first year last year. Uh, surprise, you know, had had Notre Dame fans all in a tizzy because they they certainly played up at least for the first half of that game. Uh, Notre Dame able to get the cover in the end, but but Louisville played pretty hard. I I don't have a whole lot of info on either one of these teams, but. Looked up the old Spaploos. Oh, Bill baby. C. We got a little Spaploos action. <laughs> Something I have not even bothered to look at this season. 
I realized it about 20 minutes before we turned the mics on, but there was only a five-point difference expected from the old Spapluse. Oh, so, oh. so give me, uh, give me big red here. Let's let's try let's try something a little crazy. Oh, you just angered the one Nebraska person that listens to this podcast, Eddie. <laughs> I don't even know if anybody from Nebraska listens. To be honest with you, uh, the other thing that you got going for you, Eddie, like everybody's on Louisville, seventy-eight percent of the bets and fifty-eight percent of the money. So I did see that. Also, you've put me on Louisville. I was able to pull up the board. Oh, wow. I am glad you corrected me, sir. So I'm having problems reading rows today. This seems bad considering most of my job involves spreadsheets. Okay. You can tell my quarantine's been treating me so far. So Eddie, I'm, I'm going to let you intro this pick because you decided to throw this one out there. I'll let you give your reasoning behind this one. So go ahead, sir. Tell the crowd what you have on deck for us this week. Sure. Well, I originally looked at Clemson versus Wake. But I, I mean, there wasn't going to be in the, any discussion there. You and I were both going to take Clemson. It wasn't going to matter what the line was. So looking at the uh, five remaining games that were on the board, I think <laughs> I saw your University of Texas Longhorns favored by 43 points. Mine? You're not yeah. assigning them to me. No. Noted no. Longhorn enthusiast Ryan Ritter. That is a is fucking lie. <laughs> Anyway, Horns favored by 43 points against the Miners of UT El Paso. And honestly, I'm taking Texas. Uh, I know I said I was taking a lot of points this week. 43 is way too many points, but UTEP is trash. They're rated as the third worst team in all of the land. I think uh, Sam Ellinger is going to pad his stats a little early, try and bump up the Heisman numbers now while nobody else is playing, see what he can do early. But I'll take the horns here in a ugly one. All right. I was going to actually pick the Longhorns, but since you claimed that me, my Aggie heart, they're my Longhorns, fuck that noise. The horn's down. I'm going with the Miners now just to spite you, Eddie. This is probably one of my worst ideas that I've ever had because UTEP is really bad, but no, I'm not going to do it. I want to pick out a spike now. Effective trap played successfully. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we do have like uh, in the chat, probably the comment of the night uh, based on my Nebraska comments and nobody from Nebraska is listening because they're not playing football this year. Uh, hey a, mighty, a mighty hat tip to you, Irish Elvis. Good job there. All right. So we come to Notre Dame. Starting out their road to the ACC title. God, I can't believe I just said that. It's so weird. Notre Dame, a 20 and a half point favorite. The line was as friendly as 20 when I checked it earlier today. That hook is back on. They are facing the mighty Duke Blue Devils, who they absolutely curb stomped when they headed over to their neck of the woods last year. And look, Notre Dame, I said this with Shane. If everything goes as expected, if everything goes as planned, which is saying a whole hell of a lot this year, Notre Dame has the makings of a very, very good football team. You have Ian Book hopefully shaking off whatever the first half of last season was. Got all that sophomore slump things taken care of. Uh, I think ever since he shushed our own crowd, which he will not have a problem with this time in a student section filled stadium, uh, you know, 
after that moment, it's like he found his mojo, found his game back. And I expect that to continue. If you believe the tea leaves, a lot of the offensive problems were centered around apparently some Chris Long type stuff. So Long's gone. Rezus has entered. And apparently all is well, all is harmonious. But jokes aside, we have a solid backfield, one with a potential explosive power with Chris Tyree, as well as people that have are returning. Receiver core, a little bit of a question mark, but a defense that should still be solid. I will forever trust Clark Lee after the performance that he's been able to put together. So with all that said, Notre Dame's been itching for it. There's been a lot of bullshit that's gone on around campus. I think they'll be ready. As long as we don't have any random unforeseen shit, I like them to completely route the Blue Devils in this one. So go ahead and give me the Irish to get at least 21 to cover this sucker. Eddie, the floor is yours. Ryan, are you familiar with the butterfly effect? I am familiar with the butterfly effect, sir. You know, they they say that on one side of the world, a, a butterfly flaps its wings, and on the other side of the world, giant tsunami forms it's it's an interesting theory terrible movie uh but have you considered that right around the time tommy reese was named notre dame's offensive coordinator some dude ate a bat in china and started a global (laughs) pandemic i'm just i'm just asking questions I'm, i'm 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 drawing connections it's worth thinking about all that said, I was not expecting a, a bat in China butterfly effect joke this season, but I guess I should have. They both got wings and everything. Oh my god, that's great! There, I, I think that there are a lot more questions than you were leading on. You know, the receiving core is a complete question mark. Kevin Austin isn't a real person. He is a collective <laughs> hallucination, the, a figment of all of our imaginations. I, I don't know where it came from, but the man doesn't exist. You're never <laughs> going to see him on the football field. You're saying he's going to get another mystery injury about four weeks from now? I'm saying he's not real. It's, <laughs> it's a hologram. We're being lied to. Um, you know, we lost a hell of a lot of production on the offensive side of the field. When it comes to receivers, there are some, some young guys that we've got hopes for, but nothing proven, really. Uh, running back, you know, Jafar came in with the most experience, and he's buried down the depth chart. I, we're all insanely excited for Chris Tyree. Obviously, hopes couldn't be higher. Uh, it looks like Kyron Williams is going to get the majority of the carries to start with. That You know, we don't know what he's going to look like. Uh, very excited about the offensive line veteran laden uh you know they did solid job pass blocking they weren't statistically very successful with the run game last year but i i think we've all got pretty high hopes for them uh losing commit obviously hurts but we've got you know two proven solid tight ends and a five-star kid who's coming in at tight end so i think we could get a lot of production there on the defense we have Top five player in the country, Kyle Hamilton. Uh, D-line has a lot of experience, a lot of strength. We've got guys in the secondary, the linebackers, maybe not absolute studs, but solid players, veteran players all around. 
feeling pretty good about the team. Uh, do all that being said, taking the Irish, uh, very <laughs> glad it's still under 21. I forgot what we were doing. We didn't get our season preview that we usually get. So try yeah, to get a lot of thoughts weird. out at once. Elvis thought you were taking the bat and the points. Well, that that's off the board. The, the the virus and the points are up about seven hundred and fifty nine thousand to one at this point. So the windows closed there. <laughs> Shit. Uh, you know, like you said, we beat the hell out of Duke last year, and I don't think they're going to be a much better team this year. I like Cuddy. No offense to him. I think he's a great coach and what he's done with this team has been great. But Daniel Jones ain't walking back through that door. So I think the Irish cover here, I'm glad it doesn't get to 21 yet. I would jump on it before it gets to 21 if you're going to go for it. But uh, yeah, hopefully Pass. we start out with a, well, it's coming. You know, it's coming. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to talk about butterfly effect, I think meat going anywhere near any of these games, it just feels like asking for something bad to happen. Hey, those key numbers are there for a reason, bud. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, let's let's get this fucking ACC title run going, baby. I, I, oh god, I want to steal their title and bounce so badly. Full NWO, which is a good segue to herlittlesons.com/store. If you were ever a fan of you know a, a certain group running around WCW back in the late '90s, early aughts, you uh, you might find a, a few shirts there that might fit your style. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the dream for all this. They need a need to play in a conference. It made the schedule easier, hilariously enough. And we also have a chance to to win a title and then fuck off forever. Yes, please. That'd be awesome. Now, it also probably means we're going to play Clemson twice this year, which. Ooh, buddy. Let me tell you, Trevor Lawrence. I, I honestly I know it's early, but we really should be talking about your future and your future in the NFL. And really, the door is open to opt out this season. I mean, Eddie, I, I think you agree for for his sake and for his future should should really be thinking about you know his his career. Honestly, not just him, but uh, Etienne as well. These guys have long, bright futures ahead of them. It's it's really not worth the risk. Especially, you can't trust those college kids, man. You never know what's going to happen there. So, uh, if I would, if I was them, I'd go ahead and opt out. I think that's a good idea. It's the safest thing to do. It's a, it's it's just like the the old war games movie. The only winning get, uh, move is to not play. Let's do that. Yes, Milfy doesn't need extra trade. I, I believe everybody's on board with this. See, we're here to help. We're here to help. We we give good career advice. We always talk about Notre Dame. Always looks at the forty year decision. We're, we're we're looking at the forty year decision right here for you now, Trevor. So so go ahead and Etienne, you as well. But Eddie, as weird as all this is, it feels good to get back on the horn once again to figure out some picks, even though all of this could be we, we could be O and O here next week for all we know. Yeah, it's a terrifying possibility. <laughs> it is. It is the world we live in. Good gracious. Uh, well, you, you mentioned it in passing earlier, but Notre Dame, our blogger, shout out to those dudes. Uh, I don't know if you and I don't, I joined the pod late on Sunday. I don't know if you talked about it, but those guys uh, are are doing a cool thing for a bunch of charities in the South Bend area, putting their stuff behind a paywall this year. Definitely worth it. I've already, I've gotten on board, uh, enjoyed the podcast. It's good to finally have a second Notre Dame podcast to listen to. Uh, 
after the rakes report. It's I don't, it's such an underserved market. I'm I'm really stunned nobody else has tried firing at it yet. Some uh, things never change, and, even and in the obvious of a fucking pandemic. <laughs> and obviously, you know, great blog still. So love those guys. Shout out to them. And hey, since I'm doing plugs for other people, I'm gonna throw one in for myself. Uh, got a, another little podcast. If you enjoyed the show, Las Vegas Pod at the Montecito, come come look us up. <laughs> Everybody's been clamoring for a podcast about a TV show from the mid 2000s that you can't stream anywhere. Why? I don't fucking know. Why are we doing this show? I don't fucking know. None of this makes sense. Let's go. Let's get crazy. Woo! Well, and with that string of promotions for all of our friends, let's go ahead and close this out for the evening. Thank you very much for joining us. We will be back next week. And of course, we will have The Sim returning tomorrow night. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at. Join us over in Discord, herlowellsons.com slash Discord. And of course, you can always find us at our home over at herlowellsons.com. With that being said, y'all, go Irish. Continue to beat COVID. Have a good one. Have a good one.